0: You're listening to a podcast from Oasis Church Bath. To find out more about us, visit our website at www.oasisbath.org. So we're starting this series on reimagining the Bible, and I know Joe would have liked to have been here to introduce this topic this morning. Uh, She'll um, be introducing some of the things that she has to share on another service in the future, but I've got the opportunity to share some thoughts with you this morning and say thank you for that opportunity. How we view the Bible is communal. It's also very personal as well. And if you found a way of using the Bible in a way which is helpful to you and is not damaging or condemning of other people, then stick with it. And in fact, there's an opportunity to share some of those thoughts and uh, Lee will give you some uh, ways that he can do that a bit later on because we want to learn from each other about how we're using the Bible in ways which are helpful to us and not condemning of others. You'll also find on your chairs um, some bookmarks. That's what those pieces of paper are. Um, And there's two of them on each chair. If you haven't got one, then uh, hopefully there's some quite close to you. At the back, there's some as well and on the tables at the at the side. Um, the idea of those bookmarks is for you to think about what, it could be a one word or it could be a phrase or it could be a picture, something that embraces how you feel about the Bible now, how you view the Bible now. So whilst I'm speaking, just a, a few moments to think about those things. What, How do you view the Bible now? Not how you viewed it in the past, because um, hopefully that's changed as you've grown older how do you view it now so a word or a phrase or a picture um, there's two bookmarks one for you to keep and then at the end of a talk I'm going to invite you to bring your bookmark down and place it amongst the different Bibles that are on the the front of the stage here so those of you at home as well watching at home you might want to do the same as well and just write down on a piece of paper how you view the Bible today a phrase a word or a picture When we're thinking about the reign of Queen Elizabeth II, um, we think about the changes that have happened in her reign in the 70 years. And there's been lots of changes that have happened. Um, And in our own lives as well, no matter how old we are, there have been lots of changes in our own lifetime. I remember as a young child speaking with my dad. My dad was very techno-savvy, even um, when I was younger. Um, And I remember him... Being, I think, quite pioneering, really, and one of the first people who at home had a, what, what was, we probably wouldn't describe it as a computer now, but a, a big, big box um, and um, a, a device which, uh, which we refer to as a modem, um, which connected the phone to the, to the computer. And the phone literally, you, put the, you picked up the phone and you put it into this coupler device, and that connected to the computer. And I remember Dad showing me this new thing called the internet. Um, and it took Age to load one particular page, and he said, "This is brilliant. This is going to be the way forward. This is going to be amazing." And and it, and it literally sort of he saw it gradually introduced this page down very very slowly. And he said, "Now, if you click on this, then it will it will take you somewhere else." And and again, it took five minutes or so to load this page up. And, and, and I said, Dad, this is rubbish. <laughs> this is absolutely this is never going to catch on. This is absolute rubbish. Nobody's going to want to use this." Um, those words, of course, come to haunt me um, because of course, how significant the internet is to us today and how things change. Ruben was telling me a story this week as well about um, a young entrepreneur who went to the CEO of Blockbuster Video. Do you remember Blockbuster? Uh, Went to Blockbuster Video CEO and tried to sell him the idea that actually um, the way forward was to be streaming videos and not to be selling them and renting them um, as videos and uh, DVDs. And the owner of, uh, this is what Ruben tells me, the owner of Blockbuster said, it's never going to catch on. It's never going to catch on. That's not the way forward. People won't want to do that. People will want the physical DVD. People want the physical uh, video cassette. Again, the story tells for itself when you know that person, that entrepreneur, went on to form Netflix. Um, And you can see the difference between where Netflix is today and where Blockbuster Video is today. Things change, things evolve, and we have to keep up with those changes. We've had to do that in in many ways. And here at Oasis, we talk about progressive theology. We think about how our theology changes, how our theology evolves. And that's also true, it has to be true of the way we view the Bible as well. Some of you will have been brought up in churches like I was, where much was placed on the idea of reading Bible notes every day and having quiet time every day. Um, uh, I wasn't diagnosed at the time because they didn't do it, but I would be diagnosed as dyslexic today. Um, And the thought of doing that every day was difficult, really, if I'm honest. And I think many of us, if we're honest, found that um, a bit of a burden Um, and one which was a challenge to us. For some, it worked very well, but for others, it was quite hard work. I feel that we can be released from that now, (laughs) that we don't have to do that. We can find other ways of interacting with the Bible. We can find other ways of interacting with theology. We can find other ways of interacting with um, the things around us, if that's more helpful to us. You see, the Bible is an amazing, diverse, and powerful collection of books It's written over thousands of years by different authors, from different contexts, and from different communities. And for Christians, so much of what we believe has come back to how we view the Bible. The Bible's been used to inspire us, it's been used to connect us together, it's been used to guide us. But if we're honest, it's also been used for harm as well. It's also been used to control and to divide, and we've seen that around the world where the Bible has been used in negative ways to divide and control. And so many of us have been on a journey about rethinking what we think about the Bible and how we view the Bible. I was in a job once where um, I ended up listening to lots of preachers um, and going through those, those, those talks and editing, editing them down a bit to make them broadcast safe in the UK, which sometimes meant there was nothing left of them. <laughs> um, but it also made me, made me go on a journey about how I view the Bible, because if I don't resonate with what these preachers are talking about, and I can't really subscribe to what they're, they're to saying, what does that mean to me now? And so I went through a period of deconstructing my faith and deconstructing how I view the Bible. And many of us have done that. It can be a good thing. It can be a painful thing. It can be a challenging thing. But I think I emerged out of it with a different view of how I view the Bible. And for me, one of the problem phrases, and it might not be a problem for you. If that's okay, if that's the case, then that's fine. But for me, one of the problem phrases was the phrase that we use of the Bible often, the Word of God. And I found that troublesome at the time, because for me, it seemed to shut down conversation. It seemed to be that we, the Bible was beyond question. And actually, it's important that we ask questions of the Bible. It's important that we ask questions of it. I remember the book by Steve Chalk at the time, The um, Lost Message of Jesus, being quite significant. And it was quite uh, impactful at the time because I was like, oh, okay, it's not just me on this journey. There are other people doing this sort of reconstruction and reimagining what the Bible is as well. And so I started to think about what the Bible meant instead. And I started to think about how I would phrase my view of what the Bible was like I've asked you to do this morning on your piece of paper. And I came up with this phrase that I view the Bible now as God's people trying to make sense of God in their culture and in their time. And when I say God's people, I want to broaden that out to be everybody rather than a select group of people. But God's people trying to make sense of God in their culture and in their time. And sometimes they get it right, and then sometimes I think they get it wrong. But that's okay because that's them trying to work out God in their culture and in their time. And we likewise do the same today. We work out um, as God's people what God is trying to say to us in our culture and in our time. And sometimes we get it right and sometimes we get it wrong. And it's okay to admit that. We read the Bible through the lens of the culture of a time. It's important to do that and consider it now through the lens of our own society as well. There's this idea of contextual theology, which is what we studied at college. And the idea of contextual theology is that you really start with the context you're in and say, what does the Bible say into this context, into this culture, rather than doing it the other way around and saying, this is the Bible, and bringing it as a pre-prescribed document to a context. So starting the other way around, starting with our own context and reimagining what the Bible says into those contexts. We're in a different place. We're in a different time to the events of the Bible and it's okay to ask questions of it. Why did the Hebrews write the creation stories, the creation poems? Why in their culture was there a need for a code of conduct? Why did both Jesus and Paul speak in the way they did? And the verses that talk about sexuality, are they really talking about the same thing that we talk about today as loving same-sex relationships? as Oasis, we would say, no, they're not. Um, But we have to rethink some of those passages, rethink how we approach the Bible. And I'm really excited that we're starting this series about reimagining the Bible. In many ways, it was easier when I read the Bible in a more literal way, because you have to do a bit more work when you start to question things. But as we mature, we realise that it's just a bit lazy, really, to pick up the Bible as if it was written in Bath last week. Because it wasn't. And therefore, we can't just pick it up and just take it as if it was. We have to do the work a little bit on it, which is a lot more difficult. Uh, A lot more difficult. Now, this isn't to downgrade the Bible at all. In fact, it's quite the opposite. I found for myself that actually a bit of a release and a new love for the Bible um, as a result of doing this more work behind it. When we try to understand the culture, when we try to understand the context, when we try to understand the arguments, the form of writing, the people, the characters, the situations they're in, the Bible actually comes more alive in my opinion. In the youth Micro hub last year we did an exercise and if you remember this we did an exercise where we read a few bible passages and the young people were asked to think about where they stood on those passages whether it was a literal passage or whether it's meant to be a figurative passage and they placed themselves in a line as to to where they thought um they were on that do you know what you guys got it you guys got it and actually we've got a lot to learn from our young people they got that the bible is more than just a blueprint to live by they got the imagery, they got the poetry, they got the context. And I look forward to this year exploring that more with the Youth Microhub. Next week, uh, Rob is going to look at what the Bible is, how he came to look at the book, how he came to buy the book and, uh, and, and how the context behind the Bible. So we look forward to finding a bit more about that next week from Rob. Later in the month, we look at how the Bible inspires us into action Steve Chalk's going to be joining us as well to look at uh, St. Paul. I mentioned the lost message of Jesus. Uh, Steve Port Chalk is going to appear later in the month um, to talk about the lost message of Paul um, and reimagining what Paul was saying in the Bible. Joe's also going to be looking at how we view the Bible through the eyes of progressive theology, and also some of the metaphor that plays a part of that. So the way we view the Bible, the way we approach the Bible, as I said at the beginning, it's a communal thing, but it's also a very personal thing as well. We give up our Sunday mornings to meet together and explore together, when, you know, many of us might like a bit of a lion on a Sunday morning, if we're honest. Um, But actually, there is something about coming together and exploring these things together but it is also very personal too. And so you've got those bookmarks, and I'm going to play some music in a moment, and I'm going to invite you to write on those bookmarks a word, a phrase, a picture that just sums up where you, where, how, you, how you relate to the Bible now and how you think about the Bible now. And then if you're able to do that, then I invite you to keep one of them and to bring one of the other ones to place on the Bibles in front of us here. There's a selection of different paper Bibles. I know we interact with the Bible in different ways now. that's not all about paper copies, but there are some paper copies here at the front. And I invite you to, to bring your bookmark um, where the music's playing and just place it at the front, whether it's got something on it or whether it's just blank, that's fine as well, uh, to place one of them at the front as a sort of symbol of our sort of commitment to reimagining the Bible as we go through this series at Oasis over the coming months. So we're going to play some music as we uh, bring forward our thoughts and place them in the Bibles. I'm going to just say a prayer for the thoughts that you have here this morning. Loving God, we thank you for these words, these pictures that are before us on these Bibles. Ways that we have reimagined the Bible already ways that we're still on that journey. And we pray as we go through this series about reimagining what the Bible is to us as a church and to us as individuals. We pray that we might learn from each other. We might inspire each other. And we might find more of you and be reignited by what the Bible says to us today in new, fresh ways that are helpful to us and not condemning of others. Amen. You're listening to a podcast from Oasis Church Bath. To find out more about us, visit our website at www.oasisbath.org.